You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. Don't kiss me yet, unless it's just a cousin kiss. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Summer Camp, a PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive Puppy Chulo Radio pop culture on demand. I'm your host and camp director, Maurice Skatewood. Tonight on Summer Camp, we're going to explore some of Hollywood's campiest flicks, cult classic motion pictures, and fan favorite films. Please welcome my co-host, the hip-hop legend, and our assistant director, Dead Lee. What up, what up, what up? Guten Tag. I- I see no manhood between your legs. Was that aimed at me? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm like, the hip-hop legend. And he's like, you have no dick. <laughs> and our director of residential life, the man from the future, Legionnaire, Guten Tag. Hey, what's up? What's up? Our first aid director, the one we call The Voice. What's up, Damian Nova? Niner, niner, Luftballons. Offerem, weg zum Horizon. Hired man für UFOs aus dem. All darum scheikt der ein General. Hi. Ach, wow. Hi. Is that in the budget? Because we know you get paid to sing, so shout out for Poppy. Poppy you get a verse. <laughs> All right. And our activity leader, the artist of deviant art herself, Renata Berry. What's up, Renata? Hey, y'all. All I got is revenge. That's all I can live for. Mm. Well, if you got to live for something. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> And serving up hot, delicious strudel tonight, we have our head chef, Derek Anthony. They gave me syphilis. <laughs> well, at least you got something. <laughs> at least they gave you something. 
Yes, at least I walked away with the booby prize. Hello, everybody. Yes. And now we all know where Sean Spicer learned about the Holocaust from. But mm. before we begin, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro, and sorry for the microphone feedback. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r-summercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp-p-c-r-dot-tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. It's time for your feature presentation. Back to you, camp counselors. Oh, not again. Sorry for the feedback. Thank you. All right, it's time to fire up the film projector so that we can discuss 1975's Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. Here's the official synopsis of the film. Ilsa is commandant of a Nazi prison camp who conducts sadistic scientific experiments designed to demonstrate that women are more capable of enduring pain than men are and therefore should be allowed to fight in the German armed forces. It is late in the war and the Nazi military is in dire need of reinforcements. Ilsa is also portrayed as a buxom woman with a voracious sexual appetite for men. Every night she chooses another of her male prisoners and rapes him. However, owing to her hypersexuality, she is disappointed and her current victim eventually ejaculates. And promptly, she has him castrated and put to death. Only one American prisoner who can avoid ejaculating manages to use her weakness to his favor. He hopes that the Allies will arrive soon, but a faction of the SS wants to eliminate all evidence and witnesses. Shit. Mm-hmm. That was the whole story. You know, we done. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> that synopsis that <laughs> was from Wikipedia, and it still had some weird grammar in it. I had to do mm. a little pirouette around a couple little parts there. I'm like, come on, Wikipedia. <laughs> one, one minute they saying Sinbad is dead, the next minute they putting up t- janky plots. Okay, so... I'm going to go down the list. We're going to do this like a lightning round. And who has seen it and who has not? Let's start with you, Damien, because I think you were the one that recommended this movie. So we know you've yeah, seen it. Yeah, I've seen them all. All of them. All right. Legionnaire? Wait, there's more? 
You have three more. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Yeah. God help us. Legionnaire. No. No. Uh, uh, Derek. Had no idea it existed. Deadly. First time I saw it, but I thought it was Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Mm. And Fraulein Vanetta. <laughs> uh, no, never seen it. Very disturbed. She was like nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> okay. So let's let's dive into this one. This was a um, this was a, a movie. It was, and uh, it was made. It was and it was, it was, it was, it was don't do that. It was not. <laughs> and as I, as I as I stated earlier, I think I think this is where Sean Spicer learned about the Holocaust from. Mm-hmm. So so many Republicans probably um, learned about the. Holocaust from Ilsa. Ilsa. So, obviously, <laughs> okay, this movie, was this movie billed as a horror? It's a thriller. A thriller. It's really, I mean, I mean, it's the 70s, so a lot of them were just billed as movies. <laughs> but it was, it was more, It's. I mean, it's an exploitation film, definitely. But we didn't recognize most of those 70s movies as exploitation films until later so they were definitely it was just really just a thriller i guess because it's hyper violent yeah um it's it's definitely more of a thriller a revenge movie i guess would you Um, call it an erotic thriller is that what it's supposed to be Mm, no see there that didn't exist in the 70s everything was erotic (laughs) everything was erotic in the 70s um, so I don't think unless it was porn, like straight up triple X porn, it was just a thriller. Well, this movie kind of reminded me of porn just without the close-ups of the genitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it reminded me of a porn with the with stuff cut out. There was a lot of breath. There was a lot of titties. Lots and lots, lots, of and lots of titties. And I was thinking ah, about Bonetta. Right. I was thinking about Bonetta because some of the other movies we've seen um where there's nudity they've kind of like you know there was a little something for everybody but i'm like <laughs> i know Vanetta was like okay i, I love know, titties i'm you know, great, I, great with titties I, but the I problem thought, was it's just like white titties. Fila Fila it was, Fila it was all, i thought about Vanetta while i was watching this i was like what is she doing with her children why this is on it was very awkward. I know, it was very awkward. I caught myself watching this, and you know, my daughter is here for spring break. See, see, and you know, I'm like, she's wandering into the office, and I'm like, oh my good lord, um, sweetie, why don't you go and like stay downstairs watching TV? <laughs> yeah, mine are teenagers, and they were like, um, what are you watching? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that one scene and, where she's like moaning like crazy, and my daughter's like, "Dad, what? Uh, no, no, <laughs> we're, we're not talking about that. You're you're going downstairs. Thank you." Well, mine are teenagers. It's really she the SS. Well, mine, well, mine, mine is she's she's fourteen. 
Okay, so mine was just like, my daughter's like, oh, God, whatever. You're watching something weird again. It's for your podcast, right? And my son was like. Sure, for your podcast. What is, what is this? And when was this made? This sounds crazy, Mom. I was like, don't worry about it. You cannot get it anywhere. Like, I'm not paying for you to get this movie. <laughs> He's like trying to figure out how you can download it, I think. So. He can do what I can do. It's on YouTube. And you watch it on YouTube. Don't say that. Edit that out, Poppy. Don't speak that into the ether. Because <laughs> I had all kinds of, um, of technical difficulties trying to watch the when I downloaded it. I put it on my on my tablet so I can watch it on the go, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. it's the audio, you know. It's a, it had a, um, the audio wasn't compatible with it, so I'm like scrambling. Well, what can I watch this? I'm on Hulu. I'm on Netflix. I'm on. And I said, let me try YouTube, and bingo, there it was. Three mm. titties. <laughs> I think for future reference, anything that was said in the '70s on this show, you should probably just watch under a sheet on your phone, like. <laughs> Like just <laughs> like like the seventies was an interesting dark right. It was an interesting dark period in in exploitation films. So it's yeah, you might wanna. <laughs> it was an interesting time though. But this 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 movie, okay, oddly enough, had a sort of. I guess I want to say girl power theme to it. But then it was mixed with Nazis and and yeah yeah. So the protagonist, I guess, is uh, Ilsa and um, what were the two the two uh, prisoners' names? Um, wasn't there someone Anna. named Rosette? Rosette and Anna. Anna mm. was the one that didn't feel pain. Mm. Who Anna? Who was that, Anna? Anna, yeah. Anna, Anna was bad. Anna just, she just. Kara got syphilis. That's all I know. Oh, it got <laughs> yeah. worse. It got worse, but I think it did. Yeah. She yeah, like she had was, leprosy. Like <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Kara was gangster at the end, though. She was no holds barred. She was like, "I'm not leaving until I kill these fools." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "All right." <laughs> Peace out to y'all. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm trying to make it out of here. So there's Kata and uh, Anna. Ingrid. Gretchen. Ilsa. She was so angry with him for being American. That's not his fault. <laughs> right. You exhibit Germanness. Like, yeah, you are blonde. He was she so was cocky like, with it. Yeah. <laughs> Elsa was very hostile. <laughs> because she was sexually unsatisfied. I know the feeling. Uncle Wolf handled it though. <laughs> oh, where did that come from? Let's go back. What? Nope, that's okay. <laughs> you know what it feels like to be a Nazi general and <laughs> no, sexually be sexually unsatisfied. Un- yeah, that's the same, not the general part. It's just the same. She knows what it's like to be a fly on the wall in your house. Yeah, to be a fly on the wall. 
I wonder what the women actually go through. <laughs> Yikes. My, I love the, the Harry girls. Harry I love them cool. too, but they shaved that one girl. Yeah, and but they, me when they shaved him. Yeah. So, this is going to sound very, very bizarre, and you guys are probably going to be like, what? But when they were doing that to her because of the other person they were torturing and cutting people, I thought they were going to try to do like some general mutilation on her. You know, I was like, well, they did enough of that in this film, so I guess they I, said, you know what? <laughs> to go, slow down. <laughs> Right, I, I thought I thought that's what they were planning on doing to her. Like, mm-hmm. no, they just. Not, I don't they think they were Yeah, I don't think they were planning on doing it to her at that point. She was, yeah, still being um, processed. Yeah. So many of them were just used very, for sex. Yeah, yeah they were, it was. This show was very rapey. Well, so yeah. rapiness. Oh uh, yeah. It was, it's a rapey, really it's a uncomfortable. Episode. Yeah. Like, well, damn! There goes another per- and another. Wait, damn! They're getting raped left and right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's the pastime. Germans raping. The way the way it was presented, though, I mean, there were definitely parts of it that, that were very fetishy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then there would be like, I mean, there are people who are into blood, also. You know, there are people who sure. are flag flag blood, but. The way they would do it, it was just like, okay, so is the nudity in this part supposed to be sensual or somehow sexual? Because when you're ripping people's toenails out, I don't think seeing titties is going to make it any less, you know. Was, yeah, it was. It was if, just bizarre. It felt like it, it was part of the demeaning aspect of it. Yeah, it was not, uh, not sexy. So, my question um, is to Damien Nova. My next question is, at what point in your life did you see this movie the first time? Um, Let's see. I was 19 when I saw the the first one. No, no, no. That's not true. I saw the second one first. And then um, I was like, I got to see the first one. And then I had to go back and see... Um, the Sadistic Hypnotist, which is actually what Ilsa is based off of. It's, it, the Sadistic Hypnotist came out in 1969, and it's called... It, I mean, it's, it has another title called Wanda the, the Sadistic Hypnotist, which is sort of the... Yeah. yeah, sort of the same movie, <laughs> but without the Nazi part. Um, but I saw it, and I don't know. I guess it was one of those things... I've always been obsessed with 70s film, so... Um, and I love revenge film, and I love uh, 70s um, exploitation film. So it just appeals to me. This is in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Like, this is right. <laughs> this is this is the kind of shit that I, in, I enjoy. But the, the funny thing is that, like, so many, there are so many films that came out around this time that have extreme and long rape scenes. Um and I think I don't I don't think they were doing it. I think maybe at first they were doing it maybe for shock value, but then after a while I think they were like, Well, come to the theater, see a woman get raped. It's it's horrible. Come see it, you know, and it was right. <laughs> it's just it's just it has a lot of that. The the funny thing is that this is the only one out of the trilogy that is this rapey. Um Well, I mean, you know, it's funny because they they tried to sort of introduce like 
real facts from history interjected yeah. into this yeah. crazy. Like, like some of the shit that they, they were doing that Nazis really did, you know. Yeah. Like, like well, she's actually based off a real person. Um, they were, they were, I mean, they, it was, well, I mean, come on. It's, it's only, you can pretty much say anything about the Nazis and it probably like, mm, that probably did happen yeah, because happened. they, they did a lot of stuff. But the, the thing is, is that this is actually based on a real person. She had a base and she was doing experiments on people, on women specifically, and, um, like testing Jews limits um, their physical limits. Now, I don't know about the whole sexual part and her walking around with her breast out every time she had a chance, but this is based on a real person. Now, it's fictionalized, of course. We don't know what the hell happened, right. but it, it's, it is it is actually based off a real person, which is why they say it at the beginning. It's like, okay, it's based off a real person. However, this is this ain't real necessarily, you know, sort of a roundabout way. I can't think of a time in history, though, when people who have been oppressed or exploited have not also been sexually oppressed. Uh, I mean, that's never, it's never happened where that hasn't happened. I'm not saying it it happened this way, but, um, you know, I I, I can't imagine that nothing, you know, that people weren't sexually exploited, you know. But you know what was cool seeing? Well, not necessarily cool, Mm -hmm. but. Just seeing that women in power were just as evil as men, you know that. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there's a different yeah. point of view of I like seeing that, because you know yeah. I really and, believe that. I think if women were in power, they might just be just as evil. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, the, we the, the doctor, the doctor that they have, they base this woman off of is <laughs> was a monster. I mean, she was a monster. Like the stuff that she did, um, and when they came to visit her. When the Third Reich came to visit her, they shut her down. Now they there's a whole lot of this movie that's that's, <laughs> I mean, ninety point eight percent of it is inaccurate. But it's mm-hmm. like that when they actually came to visit her, it wasn't a guy saying, "Ooh, I want you to pee on me." They were like, <laughs> they were like, "What are you doing? You know, this is not how we do things. Like, just burn them, you know." And and that's what they did. They burned everybody that was there. And they left no evidence behind of her atrocities. Um, there wasn't a, oh, we're going to escape. And the one the, the one, one that's being raped all the time is going around killing everybody she absolutely can. That didn't happen. But it was, a, I'm not saying that it couldn't have. But she was a monster at the, at the end of the day. And exploitation well, always has a tendency to try to glorify that that was that's the sort of the fascinating thing about 70s movies is that they glorified a lot of atrocities um texas chainsaw massacre is another one you know um it's just um it's just a lot of them that they glorify revenge and it's like that's that's not really how the world yeah. works but well, okay <laughs> you know well i mean it, it in the sense that, you know, were they trying to make this character somehow... There were times where it seemed like they were almost trying to make her a sympathetic character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, you know. I think it but, showed, like, especially when he came and he was like, okay, and he started ordering her around and telling her what, she, what he wanted her to do, you know, mm-hmm. to him sexually and everything. You saw that she was just another cog in... Mm-hmm in the machine and she she had as about as much control as the people that were there but she used the little power that she did have 
to dominate everyone that was there. And that's what this movie is. It's a dominatrix film. It's not so much a woman empowerment film. It's more of a dominatrix, but I'm still a weak woman when I need, you know, when I, because I'm not the really in power here. So I'm still a weak woman. I'm, and blah, blah, blah. it's really, it's really shitty. I'm strong, <laughs> but I'm, I'm still weak to my sexual, yeah. my sexual appetites. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, right. always have that. That. I'll always have that weakness. I'll, my, you know, yeah, you know, and the man's penis will always be be stronger right. than exactly. me. Mm-hmm. No, you know, how come they didn't show no penis? I didn't see no damn penis. No, they they, they showed, showed a little, little, little penis one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some penis. So it wasn't not enough. <laughs> you, you, if you blinked, you would have missed it. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, much. yeah. I think he was just laying on on his side on on the on the. Well, he was standing up at first, and you got a full full frontal. Yeah. And it was like it was like oh that's unfortunate. And then he laid down. It was like oh it gets <laughs> it gets more was unfortunate. It wo- was it Wolf or the first guy? The second guy, the guy that who do- ended up dominating her. The first guy. Oh, okay. When he was laying on the table, the first guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The beginning of the movie, yeah. Yeah, but um, so Not nearly as much penis as as boob, though. I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> the boob, the boob to penis ratio. Actually, the vagina to really? penis ratio is is uneven, to say the least. There were a, there was a lot of titties in this movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, and to the it point where like, make you thirsty, right? It would, well, when you it depends on who's it depends on who's they were. I don't drink milk. Yeah, it depends on who's it depends on who they were. But they most for the most part they looked I'm natural. So amused. <laughs> yes, yeah. they were very they, they were, were very, very natural. Very they were natural. very natural. Which, which you know, in movies now, and I don't even mean just in porn, but in regular movies now, you know, when you see when you see normal, real breasts, it's like, wow, you know, they don't. Always look exactly the same, and to and fro, yeah. And they don't always point in the same direction, and they don't always, you know, they don't always hold your chin up, you know, the way <laughs> the way fake yeah. boobs, uh, the way. So I, I, that part of it that was aesthetically nice to see, sort of natural, natural bodies. You know, when you see when yeah. you see movies from the seventies and you see nudity, nudity, you just tend to yeah. see people. People how how human bodies naturally look, you know. Um, as far as uh, the American, did you think he was gonna be the one that was gonna sort of? Because they show the guys right. Mm-hmm. They, 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 yeah. they panned across. They panned across these random guys, and there were these two really good-looking dark-haired guys, right. and. Then they pan past uh, little what's his name Mario was his name Mario, yeah Mario Mario and then it got to the American. I thought it was going to be one of the other two guys that that you know that that would have uh, but I guess they were just random extras in the movie, um, and then so this skinny skinny American guy becomes the can we call him a hero? What was he? He was he was the hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably as good as he was the distraction. 
He was the dis- yeah, but I, I thought he was like he was kind of a distraction. But the other the other two girls, I felt like they were more heroic than than uh, he was. The he, women in this movie are the heroes. That's sort yeah. of the point is that they're supposed to be the they're because the men are just fodder. They're just they're just okay. Well, that happened. But the women are supposed to be the ones that because they focus on the women a lot more than they do on the men, and there's a reason for that because we we're supposed to sympathize with all of the women in this movie yeah. and um, or empathize rather with all of the women in this movie. And we do by the end of it, but they focus so much on Ilsa that she's not just a villain in it. She's the central character of the entire movie. It's not like it's about one of the prisoners. It's about her. So it's sort of hard to tell who the hell is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> the actual hero in this movie. The, 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 common, the common misconception that people have with stories like novels and movies too is that they assume that a protagonist means the good person and the antagonist right. means the bad person, yeah. but that's not true. Right. El- Ilsa yeah. was the protagonist in this movie. Yeah. You know, and, and the antagonist was, I guess we could call him the American or whatever, and the mm-hmm. other, you know, and the, and the other. Uh, Everybody Christian. else. But I mean, isn't that pretty well documented that women can handle more pain than men? I mean, that's something that's scientifically been proven, right? I don't like. I need receipts. I mean, you don't like. (laughs) You don't like it, but well, every time somebody pushes a baby out of their cooch, that that's a receipt right there. Mm. I'm not. I was Uh, a receipt. I I can't argue with that. Didn't have no babies yet. (laughs) That's a receipt, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, you know, I can't believe you didn't have a baby So I can't imagine a baby coming in from anywhere in that region at all. And there are people who argue, oh, well, a woman's body prepares itself for that. I'm like, give me a break. You know. Mm. Look, I have a friend who had a baby, and I was in the hospital with her when she was just having contractions. And yeah, okay. Your body prepares you. Her body didn't. Her body didn't shut her pain receptors down. Right, so not, right. Not, not, not at all. all. You know. So I, I, you know, I mean, they, they, they claim to have proven that women can multitask better than than men. So, um, I don't, I don't know if this movie was. They say a whole bunch of shit. You know, <laughs> I, 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 a lot of it, I think, depends on the individual, of course. Um. I think because women have to, endure, I think since women have to endure so much bullshit, people will naturally assume that they can put up with, with, with all the shit they put up with, that they must be stronger, you know. Yeah. Then if 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 you know, then black women must have no pain at all. You know, <laughs> yeah, they must they must not be able to feel anything. If, 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 oh, that's a that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, if, if if we're gonna go about that, you know, that uh, that theory. Hmm. But uh, okay, this is gonna be an odd question. Does anyone have a favorite character? Mm. I like Wolf. I did like the American. You liked him? Cool. I did. There's something about him I liked. Yeah, he, he was just, like he was that swag. He had that little swag. He did have that swag, and then just even when he was tying her up, I liked that when he was tying her up towards the end. And 
just like, all right, we got we got you here. You, you want to feel good, right? You know, he, he just played her. He knew how to play her the whole damn time. And I mean, that was just badass that he, he could just hold out. He was no two-minute man. He was like a oh. two-hour man. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I love vagina, and I can imagine <laughs> someone writing me in that manner for that long without you getting pregnant at least three times. I mean, Why? She was she was in uh, like if if a woman was running me like that, she, the way she was in, no, no, you would be on the ceiling, like plastered with semen. Like it would not be <laughs> like <laughs> there's no. He was. It's almost like he disconnected from his body. Like he he was he a was freak like, of nature. Is what he said. I don't nah, think I it. like that. What was that? It was really fun. I said, I have a friend that's like that, and he really does go to a different place, and he has lots yeah. of t- stamina, and um, yeah, it's really fun. And oh. um, <laughs> I invite all of my other friends, like, hey, you need that itch? Call him. What? Oh, she, she pimping Come on, she hate me. I love her. So I know these boys are not clutching their pearls. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> what? What? Not everybody has had that experience, so I think I love my banana so much. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Just saying. There is nothing I can say to any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Legionnaires, like I'm silent. <laughs> Legionnaire. Right, we Legionnaire. can edit that part out too. We can edit that. Uh, part uh, out. No, no. The only thing Poppy edits out is the silences. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Poppy's in my there, Key Ken. Wunderbar. So what did you think about... Did you want to see more of the male prisoners? No. No. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> all that, no. <laughs> no. I, was I think more of them... So much of the, the drunken people. I didn't want to see any more of them. Mm. Oh, right. yeah, with the rape scene, yeah. The, the, they I they tell. were, like, really nasty-looking. Yes. Yeah. No. They they looked real. They look rough. They didn't look like soldiers. You know what I mean? They didn't look, you know, like typically in in movies. If you ever notice, when they cast Nazis, I know it sounds terrible, but they usually can't cast very tall, good-looking, blonde-haired guys. You know, they, yeah. You know, they, and these guys just look. They look like. I don't know what they well, that, well, I mean, you know, speaking from Eastern European, um, <laughs> from Eastern European stance, uh, that's sort of what they look like. And, and I remember like seeing like the movies and everything. And I was like, mm, they're awfully beautiful to be Nazis. But, you know, when there's when you're stationed in the middle of nowhere, working for a crazy woman that's 
raping men and torturing women. That's how you look. <laughs> that's, that's how you look. Well, you don't look. Camp, they probably weren't getting the cream of the crop of the soldiers yeah. anyway. Right, right. She probably got a bunch of crap soldier, soldiers. She probably, they probably weren't, didn't have the best conditions to wash in, to do any of that in. Not that they needed it, fuck them. But it's like, do you, do you that's like, that's what they probably look like, actually. Like, I, I, that was probably one of the more accurate parts, the way they looked, actually. Like, it was like, yeah, that's probably how they, they probably would look all dirty and they probably smell like cum and piss and. Mm. Ew. Lord. Way too much detail in that wow. description. So they smell like a sex park, is what you're saying. The like a cum dumpster. The cum smell dump- of <laughs> semen in your brain. Cum dumpster part three. Mm-hmm. Is that a movie, too, that we're going to be watching oh. soon, Poppy? Because well, I don't know if I can <laughs> Come Dumpster is like 20 movies, okay? It is. It yeah, is. Yeah, it, it's a genre. It's not a movie. Come a Dumpster genre. Part 3. It's a genre. It's, just, it's a yeah. subgenre. It is. Yeah, it's a subgenre, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. This, this, oh gosh. So let's let's talk some technical aspects. <laughs> uh, look, we can talk about titties. We can talk about we can talk about Holocaust centers, or, or, or as our as our uh, no. would call them. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about some 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 of the practical effects. Like as, as, as if there was CGI in this. Um, let's talk about some of the How about that orange blood? <sighs> that was disturbing me so much. It was great. French dress. <laughs> so big. It's so 60s. And so yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Did you French, not have French the right color? dressing is exactly what it's like. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> A combination of French and Russian paint. Dressing. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. Like it was like watered down ketchup. Yeah. So good. It was so good. It was red paint. It was just horrible red paint. I could have been it's okay horrible. with that. What about when the one guy, the one, the one, um, the one chubby guy, when um, they slit his neck? Right. And they went so- everywhere. And that it was looks brilliant. so odd. It just looks so odd. Because like, the appliance was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was just so. And then <laughs> there was a one scene. Now, what did you think of the burn? Like her burns, like when they burnt. Um, Horrible. Uh, yeah. When yeah. When, they, when they were putting her in, in the hot, did you think that looked kind of convincing or or? Too much, or it was too much. Yeah. It was like I think it in my head. If you're in a vat of boiling water, not and, and there you're still there. You're it, it's more pussy. It's more red. It's it's bubbly. You know, it's when you it, cook meat mm. and you put you boil it, it doesn't do that. Like it's, yeah. it's still meat. It looked that like she, was my problem. It looked like she had dried blood on her 
when she was coming out of the tub, like out of the vat. Yeah. Like it's like blood wouldn't dry on you. It would be raw. It would be raw. She yes. would have been a pink, pink looking. She looked tore up though. Right. She, looked she did look up. bad. Well, let's be real. If anybody was burned that badly, they wouldn't be they wouldn't have walked through the door like, hey y'all. They would have been very dead. <laughs> or dying. Well, she wasn't yeah. like, hey. You know? <laughs> she might as well have been. She might as well have been. I think I had to, I she think did I get to the bed and then was like, that was enough. Yeah. Like, like let me get through the door, like, say so, hi. Such mm. a letdown. And that then I'm going to die on top of you. And then die. Right. And die. With, a, with a big ass knife. Couldn't you have just like held the knife out and then fell on her with the knife sticking that was just uh, that was just like so anticlimactic, you know. She comes through the door like a zombie. It was very zombie, Nazi zombie uh, moment. And I then, think that was the point that everything that happened mm. in that bit was anticlimactic. Mm. Yeah, but that was Ilsa's theme, huh? Yeah. So De- deadly, you've been a little quiet. I don't know. I said you've been a little quiet. Um, was it? I love the movie more? though. I I really love the movie. You know, it's, I didn't think I was gonna love it because I hated shows like Mash and Hogan's Heroes. I I just hated and anything to do with Hitler stuff. It just bugged me. You hated Mash? Okay, wait a minute. This is a moment. Wait, y'all. I can bond yeah. with Dilly. He won't tell me to shut the fuck up anymore. Wait, wait. You know how Dilly's always told me? Stop talking. That's not true. Shut the fuck up. Wait, I didn't like MASH either. See? See, we're bonding here. I did, you mm-hmm. know why I didn't like Because one minute it was supposed to be funny, then it was serious. It was just like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, did, I, just, I didn't Yeah, I didn't the get tone it. was all over the place. Yeah. yeah it was, but it was, I did read on the Wikipedia that this was filmed on the Hogan's Heroes lot. Hogan's Heroes, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Hogan's Heroes, I kind of watched that a little bit. It was weird, too. See, I didn't guy, like Hogan's Heroes. The guy that oh, yeah, started that was Hogan's bad. Heroes, he he was like fetishy. Something didn't he? He was into like some kinky stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, that little eye thing. Yeah, that Bob, eye Bob thing Crane. Yeah, Bob, Bob Crane. Crane. Got, mm-hmm. But did he die doing something fetishy? Didn't he? I think there was something like that. Yeah. Google that. Google that. He did. Yeah. I think he was a freak. Freaking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But no, I, I, I dug this movie. The, the lead actress was so good. I was just, I was just like transfixed on her. Just, I mean, I hated her, but, but I liked her. I'm like, oh mm. my god, this, there's yeah. something about. She was seducing me at one time. I'm like, oh man, she's seducing me. What the heck? Mm. I think I want to <laughs> be seduced by her. The big, the big uh, milk, milk, milk jugs in your face. Mm, and then when she was even like kind of licking, licking, you know, the dildo before she put that vibrator up the girl, she was just kind of looking at it, almost licking it. I'm like, mm. Mm. girl, right. she was ca- <laughs> caressing it. <laughs> so we know to get you an electric dildo for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. She was. She. I mean, she definitely carried this movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
she carried. I mean, she carried this movie. I mean, some of the other characters they had their little part. Poor, poor Mario. Though. I felt bad for Mario. But hey, you know what I realized? Okay, we've we've done uh, L.A. Zombie. That's a Bruce Lee Bruce movie. He's done movie, a couple other movies like Raspberry Reich, a couple others, which are very similar to this. So now I see where he got his inspiration from. And then to find out, like, this is a Canadian filmmaker, too. So mm-hmm. Bruce and Bruce is Canadian. So I'm like, oh, he done just copied this, but made it, like, more a little more gay. Well, they said, they said this <laughs> movie has... Gay. They said this movie has influenced um, other movies. Yeah. And that, and that there were scenes uh, in other movies where the characters were supposed to look like her. Um... And, uh, and and you know the other people in the movie. So you know it's just this, it's just this thing though. You know it's such a touchy subject. Um, you know concentration camps and and mm-hmm. what happened during that time. That I guess the movie wasn't big enough to cause that much of an outrage at the time. No, which is something no. else that I read about it. Um, and I think the seventies. Above all else, the seventies were a very non-apologetic time too. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get the we didn't get a lot of outrages like we did. Yeah, because no. this, you know it was right after the civil rights movement. If you look at a lot of TVs and movies and Dirty. stuff, um, stuff hmm. was kind of more multicultural for a while. Then the eighties sort of started to drift back into the fifties a little bit. You know, mm. uh, when the, when the Reagan's came in, but during yeah. the seventies, it was kind of like. We're gonna do whatever. We're gonna do what we want, you know. Yeah. You know, but um, I don't think something like this could work now. It would be definitely made into a comedy, and it would definitely not be as sexual. I don't think, and it would, you know, it, it would it would be made into more of a, a farce. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the I think the closest. One is Dead Snow. Maybe Dead Snow is probably the one that's closest to something like this. And Dead Snow was a uh, Nazi zombie film, and they, there's been a couple of them. Um, and that came out like the early two thousand, mid two thousands. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, people are too scary to do anything like this now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't even get the the, the funding to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like unless it was Quentin Tarantino and then um right. Right. it would unless, definitely be done, you know, or or uh the other one, his buddy Rodriguez. Um but yeah, no, I mean th- it's so funny because that was a touchy subject and slavery was such a such touchy subject in the seventies that it seemed like seventies filmmakers wanted to make the movies that were going to be like, okay, we're going to offend a couple people. And that really was all it did in the seventies. Like you offended maybe five people and they went out yeah. and picketed your movie and mm. then they went home. You know, it was like, <laughs> it was pretty much it. <laughs> like sort of man, Mandingo. Didn't they picket Mandingo and, um, yeah. a couple of black, black mama, white mama, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was, just a couple of them in the 70s that were like that. Shaka Zulu came out in the 90s. I don't think anybody was really mad at Shaka Zulu. I wasn't. That was a great movie. That was, that was, mm. a, was that the 90s or the, or the That 80s? was the 90s. That was the 90s. Um, I know that they've done studies that show that 
slave movies actually make white people feel better. Yes. Because yep. it to them they can see such a drastic difference than how black people live now as opposed to how they live then. Yeah. This is why my, my, my theory about, about why 12 Years a Slave got so many accolades in Fruitvale oh. Station did mm. not, you know. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. You know, when you, when you look, when you look, when you, when you can look at something that looks like what looks like now it kind of makes you it, it's kind of more in your face than looking at something that took place hundreds of years ago you know mm-hmm. so that wasn't, well, that wasn't that me was, that was my great that wasn't us right and the people of Fruitville mm-hmm. station yeah it's here but we don't really know those people right and something must have happened to cause them to act that way yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but making a sort of sex rompy uh, Nazi <laughs> movie in the seventies. I did watch something recently that was made in the two thousands that had like Nazis. Nazis was it Nazis on the moon or something? What was it called? Was it called Iron Sky? I, I think it was called Iron Sky. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh... Yeah, it's like a sci-fi Nazi movie. Yeah, yeah. It it, was, but they're not—they're not Nazis per se. Like they're not Third Reich Nazis. Yeah, so they're, they're, it's they like Nazis. Yeah, they weren't yeah. practicing Nazis. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Aryan Nazi. It, it, it's a terrible movie. But it was—they're not like Aryan Nazis. But they were just—they were dressed like Nazis. They acted like Nazis. But it wasn't like they were walking around saying Heil Hitler." So well, they they yeah they they were but it, it but it does, it's a Nazi film it is it's a yeah. it's a Nazi sci-fi film and they don't but want it's to call definitely it made to be spoofy <laughs> it's definitely made to be spoofy and funny yeah and you know of course one of the characters realizes the error of their ways and you know but it, you know that's the closest thing I could see uh, Outpost is another one um, Outpost came out in two thousand. 2008 something like that and it's another nazi the american goes over and kills all the nazi zombies movie and it's um <laughs> really stupid um <laughs> not i like this film so what can i say I no right yeah. to call anything stupid. here <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to see if i recognize any of these people's names I guess they were all primarily Canadian actors, maybe. Uh, Buck Buck Flower, I think, is probably the only one that's because Buck Flower's in this under a pseudonym. I think. Okay. I think he's um, uh, he's like her assistant. He's like one of the he's he's like the guy assistant to her. Um, a little mousy doctor. Yeah, but he's been in a lot of stuff. Like mm. a whole lot of stuff. But Book Flower is like legendary. But he, but he, I think he did this under a pseudonym because he didn't want people to know he was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him. He just had a few bills he needed to pay. Basically. Mm. A bill. 
So this movie actually has a 5.2 rating on um, IMDb. Mm. Does that surprise anyone? Yeah, I thought it would be higher. What's the top? This four? movie has a huge cult follow- following. It's not. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it has a huge cult following. There are movies way worse than this with higher ratings. <laughs> well, I, th- I think I don't. I think the IMDb sort of um, voting body or whatever. I think they are more mainstream film type people. No. You know, What's the highest? Or you can get on IMDb. I think a ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've, I mean, I voted on weird shit on IMDb and put my own stars on there. Okay, so, so a little, a little more than half, but not much. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm actually shocked that it didn't get a higher one. Well, it did. What? But Catwoman. Way. What does Catwoman have? <laughs> a Halle Berry Catwoman. That's the only one I know about. That is the only Catwoman movie out there. Mm. Well, this movie did win an award. Mm-hmm. Adult Video News Awards. Mm. Avian Award winner in 1985. Best softcore release. Very interesting. You know, without all the Nazi stuff, it is a decent softcore porn. I thought that's like, what with, it was. I thought that's without what it was. all the yeah, Nazi yeah, and rape it's, stuff. It's, it's it was rated X. So, do you think that there was stuff cut out of it? Do you think that this is one of those movies? Because I watched a movie, a German movie, once, and it took place in a men's prison, and. Come to find out that it was a porn that had, and it was done very artistically, but it was a porn that had, and they had just cut out all the close-up porn shots, like the penetration and stuff. They just, you know, just edited it out. Well, I mean, a lot of, I mean, in the day, uh, rated, I mean, you didn't really, I mean, it was, I mean, movies. You didn't need penetration for rated X. Exactly, <laughs> it, trans- it transitioned into tr- more triple X territory by the time you started seeing like real penetration shots and stuff. Yeah, like and cum shots and everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it was wanna... all you needed was like somebody to be beheaded while they were having sex. Rated X. Nope, we're not gonna. You know. <laughs> was, yeah. I mean, now, now you gotta say it's fucked fifty times, and they'll put a big rated R on it. But Depend- depending back then, on saying, depending on who's saying it. If it, if if it's frat boy saying fuck, it's one thing. If it's gang member saying fuck, it's another. There's so, still a number of fucks that they that they there is a specific number that you have to say in order to get an R rating. Now, back not, then, no. you could say it a million times and still get a PG rating. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but as long know, as nobody was being beheaded or their titties weren't being cut off, then you were ever, fine. If you ever want to see. Um, how ridiculous the movie rating system there's a documentary called this movie has not yet been rated yeah I love that movie and you think that it's this huge uh, you know conglomerate of people who decide what movies get rated and it's not it's like a few a small small number of people and I remember one actress, not from this documentary, but I remember an actress saying, you know, if a man kisses a woman's breast, it's rated R. If he 
shoots or cuts her breast off is rated PG. You know, it's like, you know, violence, violence is so accepted. Sexuality is not. You know, you look on TV now, people getting their heads and stuff chopped off on regular primetime shows now. Yeah. You know, where it used to be the most, you know, like horror movies and rated R horror movies where you would see people dismembered and stuff. Now you can just turn on the, you know, you know, what happened on Sleepy Hollow this week? Oh, they, you know, cut off somebody's head, cut somebody's hands off. You know, it's crazy, you know. But let them show two men kissing and oh my God, we got to put up a warning. Right. <laughs> This episode contains scenes of, you know, a faggot and homosexuality. Body art, guys. Yeah, no body art either, because apparently that's too sexualized. Is that why they canceled that show? What? It didn't get canceled. They just moved it to like a really remote station. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's like on Netflix now, and RuPaul has an it's another it's a completely oh, different yeah. version of that show. Yes, I'm not happy. Yeah. But. Um, you know, once in a while they will do that, um, like challenges on. I don't, I'm one of my guilty pleasures is the tattoo show uh, with uh, John Navarro. What's it called? Um, Ink. Love Dave Navarro. Um, Dave Navarro and and uh, Chris Nunez. And uh, Oliver Pack are the hosts. Marry him. Which one, Chris Nunez? No, Dave Navarro. He's so awesome. And so they do body challenges, like they'll do challenges, and some of them are body art challenges, and they're awesome. You know what these what these people do? Yeah. But they are nude. But a lot of the people are nude. I'm surprised that they don't get in more trouble uh, for that. And this, when they do some of the tattoos, they do show ass cheek. Um, Mm -hmm. You know. But uh, but then yeah. they still have to have a warning. That's my right. thing. Like, why we have to have a warning? And it's yeah. just, this is art. Well, who knows? <laughs> because because <laughs> like Americans sexualize it right. Because Americans sexualize the human body, regardless to whether sex is happening or not. Exactly. So it's not. It's it's definitely something, and it's and it's something. This is the reason why I love seventies film because seventies film was so free and the 60s really opened that up because there were a lot of 60s films that were very risque like Barbarella and and um uh I'm trying to think of that other one with the men I can't remember anyway but there were a lot of 70s uh, 60s films and sci-fi films that were really sexual and really were really free because of the time and then the 70s took that and they ran with it so of course by the 80s Ultra violence was way more accepted than sexual than than sex was. Yep. You could kill forty five. You could have a body count of two thousand people in an Arnold Schwarzenegger film, but let them show breasts, and you can't take your kids to go see it. But, but Arnold Schwarzenegger movies were rated PG thirteen for the most part. So but it evolved. Just, it, it evolved though, because remember the early eighties. It was the sexual, but as long as it was like teenagers, like getting, like it was, it was like the, all the camp <laughs> teenagers movies killed in Hollywood. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was not. It it was like the the you know like we yeah, were that was Russia. It was like the it was like the Halloween and the and the camp. Yeah, movies, but the whole the, point of that's, those, what, that's what I'm was, saying. Like it was it was shown <laughs> that sex is wrong, so you got to die for it. So, right. whereas before that's it was in the seventies. 
in the seventies, sex was power. So they used they had it, they used it in a lot of rape scenes. They did a lot with women who used their sex as power. Whereas by the eighties, sex was wrong, and we're not going to do this anymore. So we're going to just kill you. We're just going to stab you in bed while you're having extramarital sex. <laughs> and then in the nineties, in the nineties, oh yeah. like all the women who were sexually powerful had to be villains as well, you know, yeah, or like heroin addicts or heroin they had, addicts. They had, they had to be like ambiguously <laughs> evil. So like Sharon Stone's characters or characters like Glenn Close's character, you know, any yeah. woman who was sexually powerful was also deranged. <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> it was just like uh, even Michelle Piper's Catwoman is yeah. well, an example of that. Like she wasn't just, a cat woman like she had to be sexually like she'd be oversexed and kind of crazy um yeah. <laughs> for that to work and sort of asexual which is what they've done with her in the comics too now which <laughs> but it's 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 really interesting how that has evolved because now sex is sex is so everything about sex is taboo now you can't even kiss too long on TV mm-hmm. before they are like, Ooh, nope, you, we timed that kiss. It's only five. You can only do that for five seconds now. You know, it, it's ridiculous. It's like the forties. What but is happening? But then everything is sold with sex. But then you, it, it's like watching the um, advertisements for like this, uh, this new series they had is based on the Archie comics. <laughs> and Riverdale. They all look yeah. so trash. I was like, I don't remember them looking so trashy, being so trashy, you know. And but we would they be they, though? Well, <laughs> they probably would have been, but they probably wouldn't all been that that, you know. They would have been real methy. That's how I always saw the Archie comics. Is that some, all of them were basically meth addicts? But I think Jughead was really the most methy one. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead mm. had. The water little crown on his head. Mm. He was more of a weed head. He was more of a he weed been, head. He would have been, been selling some math. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Moose Moose might have been like an alcohol. Meth. Hard. <laughs> You're like everyone's meth. Everyone's meth. Yeah. Everybody meth. Okay. So we talked <laughs> about everybody meth now. <laughs> right. So um we talked about one award, but let's get let's get this flick a few of our own awards. How about that? Um, Before you go, I just wanna I, I looked it up. Catwoman got a three point three. Alrighty then. Mm, still too close. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go for the obvious in our award section here and I'm gonna ask you all the best use of nudity. Oh so many. There were so many titties. What was the best use? Was it the very I scene? I want to see somebody whip somebody with their titties out, and that's it. Just whip me with your titties out. That's that's it. Like, just have your breasts out and whip me. Like, that was the best to me. I thought it was so hilarious. <laughs> oh, when they whipped those people to death? When, when they were whipping those women that were sort of... They were locked up, and they had those two women down in the basement, just sort of whipping them with their breasts oh, out. Like, she, like she came out, she was like, "Okay, take your shirts off. Okay, now whip them. Okay." <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was interesting. That was interesting. I'm into that. 
I'm not sure there is a was a best use. I, I would either maybe say the first scene because I was like, wow, they give you something right at the beginning. Um, there were no she children. She was having real sex. She was having real yeah. sex. Nobody else was. Who would you say the ingenue of this movie was? Probably the girl they burnt up. Yeah, but she. Got, I don't know. Maybe Mario. Mario has some Poor moments. Poor Mario. Poor Mario. Mm. Wow, this is like oh, the best usage of a cheesy special effect. Mm. When dude got a throat cut. Yeah, yeah. The, the orange, the orange blood, the mouth of blood. When she was being locked. <laughs> She was being compressed. Was that a compressing chamber or something? I didn't get that one. I still <laughs> yes. don't get it. What the fuck that was? I still what don't get that. What was the most one. disgusting moment? The rape scene. Which With one? the rape scenes, plural. <laughs> right. <laughs> the group rape scene was definitely the worst, but um, yeah. Mm, I don't know. The piss bothered me for some reason. I don't know. Mm. Just Probably being on it's a little sports. dark. I was just no, you know what, Dentley? I'm gonna say mm-hmm. I was just relieved that it was pissed. Because at first I was looking at her face. <laughs> I and thought, I was like, yeah, I thought it was the other. <laughs> I thought he was in the scat. I was just like, oh Ooh, my. No, not a scat queen. <laughs> I thought he was in the building. What? Well, first, first I thought he was gay because she he was she was about to take his top off she, her top off he was like no not the top don't no <laughs> yeah right and she looked, just the reaches just the reaches, reaches. <laughs> now put your boots just take off your buttons now put your boots back on and i was like i'm gonna die for every time i said that <laughs> how many dimes would you have <laughs> he liked them tims though he liked the guys with the tims ah, ah. But, uh, but um yeah, I thought I thought she might have been doing something else, and then I heard the no, sound. I was, I, was, I was relieved. I was relieved, but I will give that the WTF in my watching moment award. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so let's rate this film on a scale from one to ten marshmallows. Let's start with you, Deadly. Well, you know, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I was kind of tripped out. I told you. I usually don't like shit like this, but that the acting, just that, that it was different. My whole thing is different. It's original. That what you usually don't, you don't see that shit. So I'm going to give it eight. All right. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Good. Who, who, who recommended this? Good job. Damien good Nova. Job. Damien. Good job, Damien. Speaking of Damien Nova... Let's see what you rated. Um, the only reason it doesn't get a 10 for me is because I saw the sequels. And um, if you ever have your druthers, and I mean this, if you ever have your druthers to find this movie or find any of the other three movies, um, I would suggest watching um, Harem, uh, Ilsa Harem Keeper of the Oil Sheiks. That is the best one of the series. It is so good. Um so this one is definitely low grade compared to the other ones. So six and a half marshmallows on this one. Oh. I love it, but it ain't the best out of the series. Okay, let's go to you, Derek Anthony. 
I'm going to give it a four because it was made. It was done. <laughs> and um, they found a good use for the Hogan's Hero set after Hogan's Hero it got canceled. Mm, mm, mm. All right, let's go to Legionnaire. Does this movie stand the test of time? Um, no. <laughs> I I give it. I was going to score it a three, uh, simply because it was a creative way to destroy the Hogan's Hero lot. My brother. That's that's what I give it. <laughs> I'm sensing that we are not going to have a Vanetta Berry Burnt Stick Award tonight, but we haven't heard from Vanetta Berry herself. So, Vanetta, <laughs> what did you think? This movie was bizarre and very... I think we need a warning, Poppy, when we're going to watch movies that are like this much. Like, you told me about the porn. Didn't tell me about this one. Didn't know what to expect. So... Um, I'm gonna give it to marshmallows. Just okay. it was. I like the boobs. Two. That's why they get two. <laughs> two for titties. <laughs> but the rapiness of it, and yeah. and and the, and I know you said that's like part of the black the exploitation part of the 70s, but yeah, it was really uncomfortable to look. Mm. So, I'm yeah. gonna shave you close, and blood will run, Vanetta. Mm. I was really wanting, like when they were torturing Anna, I wanted, I wanted her to just be like, "Ah, this is cool. I like this," you know, like, and mm. actually get off on it instead of just like gritting. I mean, if Watch they were gonna take the it to the exploitation point, <laughs> I was just like, I wanted them to take it further. Mm. Watch yeah. the sequels. Watch the sequels. I'm yeah, getting I, a feeling that I maybe should watch the sequel. Is that what it is? Is that what you're feeling right now? <laughs> so I'm I don't know. Feeling maybe sequels. they would get an extra marshmallow for a sequel. But yeah. I, I will say this much. Doing the little bit of research that I did, it did make me curious about the sequels. Ah, I think that someone means, wants us to watch the sequels. I can't imagine. Means, that being said, um, I sort of went back and forth with this movie. Like, you know, I couldn't tell whether it was supposed to be funny or scary or spoofy or, you know, I, I kept trying to look for some kind of, um, what's the word, commentary, like some kind of not political commentary, but some kind of deeper meaning. <laughs> and I was just kind of, no, it's kind of just like a Nazi sex movie. Um, with a little girl power theme in, in there. Um, but I didn't hate it. And it was sort of entertaining. The last half hour, though, I was like, I'm ready for this to be over. Mm. So it held, you know, it held my interest enough um, I will give it. I'll give it four and a half, just shy of five. You know, I give I give it about a five. I'll give it a five. So, 
So the high score tonight came from Deadly. Deadly gave it an eight. All right. That's it. Any last words? Yeah, maybe. Now I'm feeling. Now I'm feeling this too high. No. No. <laughs> no I'm going with no. it. I'm going no. with it. You know don't, what? Don't, you are allowed to love no, it. No, you are allowed to love it. Let me tell you why I think I loved it even more. It's because some other movie I watched today, which maybe we'll we'll be discussing in another show, just really messed my brain up. I did not like it, and so this one I was like, "Oh, this one's good." <laughs> so. Oh, don't diminish it. You liked it. Yeah, if I you liked like it, it, you liked it. Don't don't do a Jeffrey R. Rules and, and be like, <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. No, my gusta las brujas. Um, <laughs> she got cold legs. Her legs are cold. Her legs are cold. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time for everyone to report back to their cabins. Your bunk beds are waiting for you. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Summer Camp. Once again, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r summercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp-p-c-r.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Now, back to you, camp counselors. Danke. My fellow camp counselors, please wish our campers and the listeners a good night. Good night, Peace. dear campers. Good night, campers. I'm being the I'm being the same. As Heidi Klum would say, one minute you're in, the next minute you're out. You're out. You're out. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in. Good night and lights out.